0: everyone, this is Jen, and
1: this is Dom, and you're listening to 99% Chance of Wine and, and Murder.
0: Happy Friday, everybody. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. <sighs> Guess what we're doing tonight? Hunt a killer. killer. <laughs> we didn't even practice that. That was really no, good. No, that was pretty good. Um. Yeah, so we'll be probably posting a lot on our story and tonight about maybe Hunt a Killer and how yeah. we're doing. Yeah. So
1: Jen was really good and wore our shirt tonight, but uh I you couldn't did.
0: find mine. So
1: I'm i I like our
0: podcast more than Dom does, so No no.
1: No. <laughs> That's not true, Jen. It might be. Uh are you enjoying your glass of wine? Oh yes, I'm drinking Moscato tonight. Shocker. It's delicious Are you drinking? drinking
0: some red wine?
1: Yeah. It's so yummy. Let's just stop talking about Jen's wine now.
0: Red wine is disgusting. It is not. You know what? One day, maybe. Don, you're going to offend people, okay? Because people love the red wine. White is right. When
1: it comes to wine.
0: I was like, you can't (laughs) fucking say that.
1: (laughs) Only when it comes to wine, guys. I have a sense of humor.
0: All right, should I get started? Oh, my God. Oh, Dom. So controversial. Okay. Um Okay, yeah.
1: Do you wanna get started? Yes. Okay, let's do it. So, Jen, who do you trust the most in your life? Your parents, a sibling, friends, a spouse, or a boyfriend? But what happens when the one you fall in love with has more sinister ideas in store for you when you could than you could possibly imagine? Oh, no. Picture this. <laughs> You're living a lavish life, a beautiful house, loving daughter, all the material things a person could ever want. And to top it off, you're idled after because of your job as a famous model. Life is perfect. But what if it isn't? Behind closed doors, fights and violent tempers explode at the drop of a pen and a devil of a husband is planning your own death. This was what life looked like at the end for Christine Demmer, wife of Peter Demeter. He was never happy with his wife, who was a model from Austria, and would soon plan her death so he could continue his life with other women who he thought he'd be much happier with.
0: Just going to throw this out there, um, how about you just get
1: a divorce? Yeah, I mean, there's that, I mean, you know. But, you know, life insurance, okay? People want that shit. Like, fuck you, you're never going to get the fucking life insurance. Oh, I know. I know. Um... At the ripe age of 33, Christine met her dreadful end. Returning home from a trip from Toronto with friends, Peter walked into his house to find his beloved wife bludgeoned to death in their garage. In their living room, their three-year-old daughter was sitting on the couch. Peter, who was very unhappy, was currently having an affair with a 29-year-old woman at the time named Marita Hunt. Things were already not looking good for Peter. The judges pointed the finger at Peter and instantly put him on trial for the deed. Although no evidence was found to link the hired killer to the murder, friends of Peter's testified, saying that he had indeed talked about killing his wife on many different occasions. Saba Salagi testified that he had heard Peter about it, talk about it multiple times over the past five years leading up to her death, and even admitted to knowing two days prior to the murder that Peter was plotting. He failed to warn Christine of the imminent danger that she was in. To make matters worse for Peter's situation, jail rat Gyala Varag testified against Peter, admitting that Peter had told him he hired a Hungarian hitman called the Duck. This person, who also known was also known formerly as Emir Olyjenik, but died before he could be brought back to Canada to face prosecution for his heinous deed. Peter was quickly prosecuted after one of Canada's longest trials at the time of eleven weeks. Peter only served 10 years of his sentence and was released on parole to a halfway house where he could start to go about his life and
0: move on. It gets worse, Jen. Okay, but, um, <clears throat> normally when you hire a hitman, like, don't they just, like, shoot someone because it's just, like, a quick kill? Yeah, but, but you bludgeon like, someone haunted. to death. Like, it's way more personal.
1: Yeah. I agree. This guy apparently really liked his boss, so he went all out.
0: Okay, well then. So,
1: Peter proved himself to be unrehabilitated from his previous crimes when he plotted the murder of his cousin Stephen, who had custody of his daughter and control over his affairs. He also wanted to kidnap and kill Stephen's only teenage son out of his hatred of the control Stephen had. He plotted this with two other men in the halfway house and proceeded to pay $8,000 to Tony Preston, one of the men involved, to burn down his Mississauga home. Peter's luck must have stemmed from karma, because before anything could be put into motion, Tony Preston was apprehended by the police and spilled the beans on Peter's plans to save himself. Peter's supposed ally stood in the courtroom as a star witness and gave his account of the failed plan. This ended in Preston serving two concurrent life sentences for the failed kidnap and murder plot. Both Christine's murder and his failed kidnap and murder plan had had many things in common. It showed just how evil Peter was, and that he had to be taken out of the community once again. Peter developed an incredible hate for his past lawyer known as Toby Bellman, and believe it or not, he decided again to plan and kidnap and murder. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I know. And it's always the same. But this time... He's an idiot. I know. This time, it would be Tony Bellman's daughter that would pay the price. Oh, my God. This was all because of a dispute over Peter refusing to pay Bellman the money he owed him. And in return, Bellman froze Peter's stock assets. Which, I mean, he should. 100%. The cellmate that Peter had plotted this information with was Peter Stanley, who went to the police and admitted to... Um, and admitted what Peter. Peter was planning with him and his current fiance. The charges against his fiance, Lisa Ross, were dropped since they gave her the option to testify against him at the trial. Time and again he has proven he is dangerous if he has access to money, Justin o- Justice O'Donnell said. If Peter Demeter is a psychopath, he has a unique feature. Instead of burning out as he gets older, he's getting worse. In later years, Peter was interviewed by CBC on May 30th 2006, he noted that he would spend the rest of his life behind bars as he had already experienced many health problems behind bars. These included a stroke, heart attack, and three diagnoses of cancer that were followed up with chemo. During today's time, the Demeter's daughter, and- Andrea demeter Scratch, had a hard time growing up and recovering from the trauma of her childhood. As she grew, she had troubles with drugs and alcohol, stealing, cheating, and lying. She was taken care of by her father's cousin, Stephen, and wife, Marjorie. They did the best they could with her troubled mind. Andrea eventually went on to have children, but her daughter was taken from her at the young age of four for being declared an unfit mother due to drinking and driving. Andrea continued in life and decided decided to become clean and sober herself when her twin daughters were born. She completed AA as well as two stays in rehab that helped her kick the addiction along with healthy eating and a new workout routine to keep her healthy endorphins flowing. After being diagnosed with PTSD from her childhood, she created her own business to help others with PTSD, including veterans. She helps rehabilitate them to do the physical activity and have access to medical marijuana and other items that help with their recovery. She has also avoided visiting her father and does not want anything to do with him. When asked what she would do once she was informed of his death, she said, I should be burying him for closure, for kindness, and for godliness. Then it will all be a thing of the past. It goes to show that as many things uh, bad that can come out of a bad situation, incredibly good things can also emerge from the flames. Perseverance and love of oneself is key. If you are looking for more information on this case, you can find it on the internet in multiple sources, as well as in the movie I Miss You, Hugs and Kisses, which was already released in 1978 to convey the murder and the sick mind of Peter Dementer.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's my story. guy is fucked. Like, Did he not? He just doesn't <clears throat> learn his lesson. He just doesn't get it. I know, and he was caught every single time.
1: Like at least
0: try something Such new. Oh, idiot! Like please. There's other ways to kill somebody. <sighs> Thank you, Dom. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. <laughs> um. Okay. Should we do mine? We should. Okay. So this is uh, about killer Joshua Phillips and his victim, Maddie Clifton. So we should warn everyone, this is um, about a killing of an 8-year-old girl. I oh. know. So um, just a forewarning, like there's some graphic details in here. Uh, okay, so we'll get started. So <clears throat> on the evening of November 3rd, 1998, in Jacksonville, Florida, Sheila Clifton arrived home and began to prepare dinner. Her youngest daughter, Maddie, begged her mom to let her go out and play. Sheila agreed and Maddie said and told Maddie that sorry that she had to be home in time for dinner but Maddie did not return home for dinner and that would be the last time that her mom ever saw her the first week after her disappearance the community was nonstop. cops reporters and hundreds of people descended to help find Maddie and even the National Guard was called in to help uh, walk the sewer systems but on November 10th Missy Phillips, who lived across the street from the Clifton's, was tidying up her 14-year-old son Joshua's room while he was at school. She noticed that his waterbed was leaking. Or so she thought. Oh, God. She decided to have a closer look, and that's when she discovered Maddie's body hidden inside the base of the waterbed. What? Could you imagine, as a parent, finding that in your child's room?
1: I would, like, strangle him.
0: (laughs) Like, I would not. Oh know Oh my what god, to do. I'd be terrified. So she, I mean, she made the right decision. Decision. Sorry. So she ran across the street to a police car that was parked outside of the Clifton's house and revealed the found. Sorry, that was a really loud page turn. Um, <clears throat> the police went straight to Joshua's school and promptly arrested him. He confessed right away. He told them that on the afternoon of, no, of November third, Maddie came and asked if he wanted to play baseball. While playing in the backyard, I should mention that he's 14 years old at the time of this murder. Yeah. Did I say that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's That's okay, though. Sorry, everyone. I forgot already. Um, Okay, sorry. So she came over and asked if he wanted to play baseball. While playing in the backyard, um, Maddie threw the ball and he hit it hard, uh, which came right back and accidentally hit Maddie in the eye, causing her to bleed. She started to cry in pain, and he panicked, knowing his father would be home soon, and he wasn't allowed to, like, have friends over when his parents weren't there. Mm -hmm. And his father, I guess, was, like, he was scared of his dad, because he was, like, a little bit abusive. Um, so then he dragged Maddie into his room, where he proceeded to strangle her with a phone cord for 15 minutes. After that, he hit her with a baseball bat and stored her under the base of his bed. I mean, that's a little far. That's a little bit of an overreaction. You could have just said, like, go home now. (laughs) Yeah. Go go to your mom. Um, So then he left the room because he heard his father come home, and when he returned, he heard Maddie moaning under his bed and realized that she wasn't dead. So then he proceeded to remove the mattress, and he stabbed her 11 times, (gasps) which ultimately led to her death. Poor girl. Yeah. So the other thing is... He slept on that bed for a week until she was discovered with her underneath it. Ew. That's disgusting. I'd have the most fucked up nightmares if I did that. So Joshua was charged with first degree murder, Um, even though he was a minor. They tra- tried him as an adult. Good. Um, they held his trial outside of Jacksonville because the story was so highly publicized he would have ended up with a biased jury for anyone they would have picked in that mm-hmm. area, like, they would have already been like, oh, yeah. Like, fuck you. And like because that. of, you know, civil rights and whatever. <laughs> Stupid. Um. So he ended up being convicted and sentenced to life in prison with no parole. Because he was under the age of 16, he was not eligible for the death penalty because in Florida, they mm-hmm. have the death penalty is legal. Um. So soon after his trial, Maddie's parents divorced after 25 years of marriage, which was really sad, but, I mean, yeah. they dealt with it in, like, I've heard of that so many times because oh, you sure. deal with it in different ways and it's like losing a child is devastating. You mm-hmm. would for sure rip a marriage apart. Yeah. So in December of 2004, Joshua's mom began to seek a new trial for her son. She said that his age at the time of the murder should have, been cari- should have carried more weight on a sentence. Throughout the retrial, the U.S. Supreme Court stated that they thought a life sentence was unconstitutional for a 14-year-old. In 2016, Joshua was granted uh, a new sentence hearing, and in November of 2017, Phillips was re-sentenced to life oh, in prison. Wow. Good. Well, I mean... He deserves it. He deserves it. He was scared of his dad, so he decided he would strangle someone for 15 minutes. That takes a lot of strength force, too. and force. hmm Wait, like, I'm going to post photos, obviously, of this guy. Wait till you see what he looks like. He looks like an adult at 14. Weird. It's super weird. Like, and she's this tiny, like, little girl. Like, she fought. I just feel like, how would you escalate that far? Right, from going, like, oh, my God, I hit her with a baseball bat... Yeah, like oh, or not like, the baseball bat. Sorry, like I hit ball. her with the ball from like the base. It was base. just an accident.
1: You can go home and tell your mom. Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe, maybe even take her to her house if you're scared of your dad coming home. and Be like, I'm yeah. so sorry we were playing baseball and I accidentally hit her. Like it wouldn't have been a thing. Yeah. Because I guess they used to play together. Like he used to come out and play with the neighborhood kids or whatever, and they played together all right. the time. So it's not like he's a, just a stranger. So it
1: would have been like not
0: a big deal. Yeah. He would have just had to say sorry. Well, and the fact I think they wait they the fact that he slept on top of that bed with, like, no remorse, basically, for seven days. Yeah. With her just, like, dead underneath it. It's really creepy. I... And I, like, was thinking, like, how... As a parent, do you get over just walking into your son's room and finding just fucking dead body? I wouldn't know what to I feel like I'd be so conflicted, but I feel like in the end I would do the no. right thing. I feel like as much as you love your child, I mean, it depends on the person, I guess, but for me... You would still do the I'm, right thing. Yeah. Beha- I mean, she, the, the, this innocent little girl, this she didn't deserve this. No. Plus, like, obviously there's something wrong Plus, also, head. she's been missing for seven days. Yeah. and she's But as, like, when I would feel sick that this girl was in my house the whole time.
1: hmm
0: I don't know. It's crazy. You would feel
1: bad for the other parents,
0: too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. that, Well, exactly, right? Um, So, uh, yeah, anyways, it was fucking crazy.
1: I don't understand people, like, especially to, I feel like to commit crimes like that at, like, such a young age, it's like, what the fuck went wrong in your life?
0: Right, and I get that he was only 14, but that's a bit extreme like from accidentally killing someone to like actually like trying three different ways to kill someone
1: yeah and it's just like when you get scared and if even if you were 14 and tried, it when you just get scared and like run off anyways
0: like I are not right, exactly. be too scared to go through with it yeah so I mean obviously he knew exactly what he was doing
1: yeah Maybe his dad was
0: more abusive than we know. Yeah. I mean I, I didn't really find that all all I found really was that he was scared of his dad. Right. Which was obviously. He was for an a alcoholic, reason. blah blah blah, right? Um Okay, but also remember how last week I was talking about that Jamie Closs case? So yes. I been, like heavily reading all the articles on it. And so I guess he like attempted two times before He actually kidnapped her. Like, he went to the house one time, and there's too many cars in the driveway, so he freaked out and left. Came back again. but He could see, like, a lot of people in the house, Mm -hmm. so he, again, freaked out and left. And then that night, so he... This is, like, I don't know how this girl is going to get over this, because, number one, he came, her dad answered the door when he knocked on it, and he shot him right away. And so her mom grabbed her and took her and they went and hid in a closet mm-hmm. and he like obviously found them found them and then he fatally shot her mother in front of her and then he took her and then i guess he took her to this cabin and like burned her clothes or whatever that she was wearing because he's burning evidence mm-hmm. um and he kept her like downstairs and there was like a bed down there or whatever and every time he left the house he would like make her hide under the bed um, and put a bunch of, like, heavy weights in front of it mm-hmm. so that she couldn't get out. Like oh my God. And, like, his, I guess his, like, father came over several times and he made her hide under the bed then and was like, don't you dare say anything. And then I don't know what came over her the one day, the day that she escaped, but I guess he's like, I'm going to be gone for five to six hours. You'd better stay under this bed, blah, blah, blah. So he, like, put the weights under and maybe, like, all of a sudden she was like, no, I need to do this or he's going to, But she's probably thinking I either get out and die trying or I'm going to die here. Yeah, right. Like, so something obviously, like, huge came over her. And so she, like, pushed the weights out. Like, she managed to, like, use all of her strength to, like, be able to, like, jimmy out of there. Mm -hmm. And she put on a pair of his shoes and she just walked out the front door. And then that's when that lady walking her dog found her. Um, And so I guess um, he thought he had gotten away with, like, the perfect
1: crime yeah. because he
0: like wore gloves he shaved his head and all of his hair off so that he they wouldn't find any hair or DNA in the house um, and then so I guess he got home and realized she wasn't there so we like drove around Trying the neighborhood and stuff and then when he came back police were at his house <laughs> sucks this up fuck you bro
1: well I mean you shouldn't kidnap other people Like she's 13 come on you're like killing her parents you're fucked up piece of shit and, like, didn't she not even really know her, like, him, though? Like, no, and I guess, would, like, like, and would... I
0: guess he was stalking her a little bit, too, because, um, he would, like, sit outside her school and, like, watch her get on the bus. That's just so creepy. People are creeps, man. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, and, like, it just makes you think, like, But okay, my who thing is stalking me? What happens just in them. your head I'm not that cool. to make you so infatuated with another person that you would have to stalk them? It doesn't it's make like, any sense. You know, you love, like, you love your boyfriend, Dave. I love my husband, Nate. But there's still, like, that line where I'm, like, I would never stalk him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's I like, know. It's, like, what happens chemically that just is, like, oh, I'm going to stalk there's this There's,
0: like, one thing where you, like, look at people on Facebook or whatever just to, like, see, see their, what yeah. they look like. Blah, blah, blah. But to actually, like, like, physically drive around, follow people. Yeah. Figure out their schedule. Like, that is
1: really that's like the show you i love you should go watch it isn't it so good i did not like the ending
0: why can't i remember okay you know what really i know i think i've talked about this before or maybe i've just told you you know what really bothered me about that show is they kind of make you sympathize with him i was sympathizing and i was like what is going on he is the killer he is like the bad guy but i'm i feel bad for him yeah it
1: was it was crazy. It was so weird. Funny. But I was so mad at the ending. I don't want to give it away for anybody. But I was so upset. I was like, the hell happened here? Yeah. Like they were loving each other.
0: <laughs> he like, made was, her love I was, him. Like, I was just in love with the love story. <laughs> I know. Because in my head, I was like, I want them to end up together. But I, I, I was know. like, Jen, they shouldn't end up together. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. 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 It was crazy.
1: Everyone should watch that show. No, it was, it was great actually. It's like ten episodes, so just put yourself in. Hundred percent, I binge it in
0: like two days. Yeah, me too. I was like, I can't stop. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I was like, I really need to go to bed. I know.
1: I was like, I'm turning off my TV now, and then I would turn it back on.
0: Well, I yeah. turned it off, and then I went to bed, and I always know that I, if I watch something scary or fucked up, I need to watch something funny before I go to yes. sleep. I didn't, and then I had some really weird dreams after.
1: You're like, oh, this guy's gonna kill me. <laughs>
0: yeah so but no it's really good everybody should watch it yes totally agree well those were our murders this week yeah hope you guys enjoyed them I mean I thought
1: mine was pretty pretty good It was yeah. old like, like it happened a long time ago
0: yeah I don't like I don't remember hearing about but it but when I heard the well l- I mean not that I was when I alive, heard but... oh
1: the longest case in Canada's history 11 weeks I was like dying laughing <laughs> I
0: was like what 11 weeks 11 weeks the hell is that I mean, that's quick shit now, yeah. No kidding. Like, sometimes they drag on for years, yeah. Like, I'd be, I, I mean,
1: if I murdered somebody and I only got 11 weeks of a trial, I'd be like,
0: Adios, Canada. <laughs> Dom keeps insinuating she's gonna murder someone out of this podcast You know what? She's not going to. I love everybody. I, I love everybody. If you are friends with Dom on Facebook, she posts so much stuff about how much she loves dogs. So, oh yeah.
1: Oh, so you, know. you ever hurt a dog? You are not my friend.
0: I will kill you.
1: <laughs> Again, you're talking about murdering people. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the only time I would probably punch somebody in the face if,
0: if they hurt yeah, a dog. percent.
1: But yeah, you know, you could, you could join my group on Facebook with love from us. It's a donation page for dogs. and Oh, shelters. are you
0: plugging your Facebook page right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could just follow it. We you just, could follow it. We just help animals. Also, follow our Facebook page. Yes, yes. 99% chance of wine and murder. And our Instagram, wine and murder 99 And? Email us with fun stories about murder. And we also have a Twitter account, Jen. Oh my god. You know what's so funny? The other day, I like went on. I was like, man, we haven't posted on Twitter in a long time. And I realized Dom's actually been keeping up on Twitter for us. And I was like, thank you, Dom. Because apparently... <laughs> I forget about Twitter all the time. <laughs> yeah, every week she does Facebook and Instagram, checks the emails. I just look at. Don't Twitter. do Twitter. I don't. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I know I, that makes me sound old, no, but it it's just it's weird. I love Twitter. I don't. You like don't it. really have to talk to anybody. You just post your stuff. That's true. But you can retweet stuff, and you can have conversations a little bit. I don't. <laughs> I just post Fuck my stuff. all of you. <laughs>
1: No, it's okay. But, yeah, email us with your favorite murders so we can
0: get some good ones up and going. Wineandmurder99 at gmail.com. Did you hear that, everybody? Repeat it. Wineandmurder99 at gmail.com. We want to hear your fucked up shit. Honestly, like, I would love to hear stories. So if you you don't want to tell us, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. We would love it.
1: Email us. All right. That's it, everybody. Remember. Always
0: keep your wine glasses full. And don't get murdered. Bye.